Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash my money health check. Hello, I'm Grace Farrell, and this is Get Answers. We're into week two of our mini-series, getting you answers to your burning consumer questions. On Friday, we looked at sky-high supermarket prices, which is an issue that's causing trouble for everyone. But today, we're talking specifically to parents, or people thinking of entering parenthood, or maybe to grandparents and other family members who are helping with childcare. When life gives you questions, which... Get answers. Just to say before we kick off, this is our fourth episode in the Get Answers series. If you haven't listened to our other episodes, I highly recommend them. But today, we're covering an issue very close to my heart childcare. Anyone with kids will know just how crippling costs have become over recent years. I actually questioned whether I should come back to work at all after my second child was born. Such was the eye watering cost of having two children in nursery at the same time. But here we are, and producer Rob is joining us now with his input. Hi, Grace. Well, disclaimer, I'm not a parent, but I can absolutely appreciate how finances are coming under increasing pressure at the moment. When I was researching this, I spoke with plenty of parents who were really keen to express their frustration at just how much things are costing right now, with some saying that, as you just mentioned there, they might be better off staying at home to care for their children rather than heading off to work. I know. I mean, a lot of people are faced with that, unfortunately, which makes it really hard for particularly mothers to continue working and actually further their careers. It's interesting you say that because we heard a story just like this on our money podcast last year. So here's what Lynn told us. I remember when my daughter was six months old and I was thinking of going back to work and progressing in my career and stuff, but I checked with all my local nurseries and they gave me ridiculous costs. Um, there were the quotes around 1,800 to 2,300 for the nursery full time. And I was like, that is more than what I can actually earn. So we have taken a decision that I will stay at home and look after the children because we just couldn't afford it. Thanks, Rob. And thanks to Lynn for speaking to Our Money podcast. Plenty to talk about after hearing her experiences. So to help us get answers to all things childcare, I'm pleased to say I'm joined by which senior content producer and writer, Marianne Kalnan. Hey, Marianne, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks. It's good to be here. Oh, lovely to have you on. Now, you are a parent, as am I. This resonates, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And I think the adjective crippling really describes what childcare means to me. So it's one of the largest outgoings in my household. And um, my little one, who is of nursery age at the moment, doesn't even go to nursery full time. And it's just incredible that um, 
there would essentially be no point in one of us between my partner and, and I working if my child was attending nursery full time just because of how extortionately expensive it is. And um, when I first heard about and reported the news of the changes to the childcare system we're going to discuss today, I felt really positive about it because of the potential cost reductions for people, even though it, it won't be impacting me directly by the time they actually come into effect. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I was similar when they kind of announced the news. I was like, that's amazing. I wish I could benefit from it. But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy for the parents and would-be parents that will be benefiting it, definitely. Um, but let's start with the main outgoings for parents and how these have changed over the recent years. I mean, there's obviously the cost of things like food, nappies, clothes. But what about childcare fees? How have we actually got to where we are now? So unsurprisingly, but unfortunately, childcare costs have climbed over the last few years. So in fact, childcare costs in the UK soared by more than two grand in the decade between 2010 and 2021. And that's according to figures from the Trades Union Congress. And plus, parents in the UK face some of the highest childcare costs among leading economies. And availability for childcare places is becoming trickier to obtain as well. It's really pessimistic, really, when you when you consider us sort of compared to everyone else. But, you know, as we said, there were changes announced in the spring budget. So what's each child going to be entitled to now? And, and when's this actually going to come into effect? So what's happening is that there's going to be an extension of the 30 hours of free childcare for three and four year old children for 38 weeks of the year. That's being rolled out in a handful of phases starting in April next year, so 2024. And these changes will mean that parents in England with children between nine months up to school age who are in households where all adults in those households work at least 16 hours a week will be able to get 30 hours of free childcare for their three and four year old children for those 38 weeks a year. And currently, parents can get up to 30 hours of free childcare, but only for their three and four year old. So it's going to be extended to essentially a wider, um, a wider range of working parents, which is fantastic news. Yeah. And also, it's that eventually younger children, I mean, babies from nine months will be able to get the funding rather than having to wait until your kid turns three, which is how it works now and just makes no sense to me because, I mean, most maternity leaves finish when your child is still a baby and you just have that kind of weird two or three year pause until you get any kind of help at all. So this is really good. Um, but how is it actually going to work in practice and, and how do you apply for it? So this extra help is going to be available in phases, as I said. So from April 2024, working parents of two-year-olds will be able to get 15 hours of free childcare a week. And then from September 2024, working parents of children between nine months to two years will get 15 hours of free childcare a week. And then from the following September which is September 2025, all eligible working parents of children between nine months and three years will be able to get 30 hours of free childcare a week. But it's only going to be offered to households where all adults in those households are working for at least 16 hours. And the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, said at the time that this was announced um, during the budget that it was worth an average of £6,500 saving for a family with a two-year-old child. 
using 35 hours a week of that free childcare. And assuming that applying will work in the same way as it does now, when these changes actually come into effect, you'll have to apply on the gov.uk website for a childcare account. And then you'll get a code for 30 hours to give to your childcare provider. So your, um, your nursery or your daycare centre. Right. And, and what happens if you're on universal credit? What's the story there? So if you're a parent and you're on universal credit, the maximum amount of childcare is going to increase to £951 for those with one child and 1630 for those with two children this coming summer. So currently, the childcare element of universal credit covers 85% of childcare costs. And families on low incomes are going to be offered upfront payments rather than being asked to make a claim for reimbursement, which obviously can make financial balances a little bit tricky. And this is also in a move to encourage more people to make use of the system. And to qualify for that childcare element of universal credit, if you're in a couple, both you and your partner must be in work unless one of you has a limited capability for work, such as being severely disabled or being absent in prison, hospital, residential care and that sort of thing. Okay. All right. So there's lots to take in there. And before we wrap up and and move on to our questions from our social media followers, can you tell us, Marianne, about other help that might be available to people now and any tips on how to save money on childcare? So there are a couple of things that you can look into, for example, tax-free childcare to see if you're eligible for that. You can also check whether you can claim the childcare element of universal credit, which I just spoke about, and um, that can run alongside tax credits and child benefit as well. Or you can consider splitting childcare with your fellow parents. So thinking about school or nursery pickups, for example. Um, You can also think about sharing a nanny with a friend or a neighbour. Plus, you can explore flexible working as well as breakfast and after school clubs for your little ones. When life gives you questions, which get answers. It's now time for our questions that have come in from our listeners. So these have been coming in over the last few days. I'm going to start with this one from Charlotte. She says, can anyone tell me the average annual cost of sending a child to nursery, please? I'd love to know if the figures I've been quoted are comparable to the average that people are paying. This is a really great question and one that was really on my mind Almost immediately, I feel, after um, giving birth to my son. So the average cost of childcare in the UK has increased compared to last year alone. And it's generally highest in London and obviously will be dependent on the childcare provider that you use and um, where you live. But what you're looking at is an average of £7,729 per year to send a child under two to a nursery part time. So that's 25 hours per week this year and that's according to the charity Curum in their childcare survey 2023 so that means for a full-time place for a child under two that's about 15 and a half grand a year navid wants to know if there's an easy way to work out how much child benefit you could or should be eligible for 
again, this is a great question. So this is decided essentially based on how many children you're responsible for, how much you earn, and if you have a partner, how much they earn as well. And we've got a really great child benefit calculator on our website, which you can use to work out how much child benefit you could or should be eligible for. So that just essentially lets you fill in what the tax year is, how many kids you have that you're responsible for, how much you earn and how much your partner earns if you have one. And then it will use that information to generate what kind of child benefit you could be getting. Brilliant. And finally, Ali asks, where is the best place to look for cheap and easy things to do with the kids? I've tried Googling, but are there any databases where I should be looking? Uh, I'm not sure about databases specifically, but we regularly publish helpful articles on our website that go through some free and cheap things to do with your children, whether that's over the weekends or the school holidays or in those weekday evenings, particularly as the as the nights are becoming longer. So um, our latest one was published in May for the May half term, and that included tips to help you save up to 47% on theme park tickets. We gave an overview of where kids can eat free or for a pound, Um, We also gave an overview of free museums, discounted cinema tickets um, and swimming lessons and how to find free local events. And I always go back to them myself when I'm thinking about activities to do with my son. And we've also got brilliant advice guides with tips to help parents save generally, which is also very useful when you're thinking about trying to balance your children, childcare and your finances as well. Marianne, that's been so, so useful. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. Thank you for having me. It's been great to be here. Well, thanks again to Marianne and to you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, do hit subscribe. And you can ask us more questions and get in touch with us on social media. Use the hashtag GetAnswers. For more completely free expert advice on all these topics, head to witch.co.uk. And for our next episode, I'll be handing over to Harry Kind, who'll be answering your questions on travel, be it your daily commute or a UK staycation. This episode of Get Answers was produced and edited by Rob Lilly and hosted by me, Grace Farrell. Bye for now. What is happening to supermarket prices? Do own label brands taste good? What's the best supermarket? What's the worst? How do I spend less on my weekly shop? Are there ways I can shop smarter? Should I just be growing my own veg? How do I even grow veg? (sighs) Wine to pair with spag ball? When life gives you questions, get answers at witch.co.uk.